Man, wasn't yesterday just a fantastic podcast? I thought it was fantastic, spectacular, amazing. Uh, no, but okay. You are such a hater. Uh, it, it was I. It was I. So. So how so how was the beach today, you clown? It was fantastic, man. I had a good day. I deserved, and I wore my mask. I socially distanced. I, I had a good time. Good stuff. How was the how was the amusement park? Did you scream like a little girl? Like actually, no. Like the rides were very limited, actually. Ooh. Okay. So all we did was just go on the boardwalk as the kids say, and then just, you know, enjoyed myself, and then off I, off I skedaddle. Did you have some adult, be- adult beverages? I had, some, I, had, I, had, I had a nice adult beverage. One. One, because I was driving. Very, very responsible. Good, good man. I tried. So, so I heard... There's a guest we're going to have next Saturday. Who is this guest? I think it's a guest that, you know what? I think you're going to be thrilled. I think you're going to be like, yes, we get to have a great guest again. And that guest, now, it's not, it's not 100% booked, but, but, but it's in the, it's in the, it's, in the to be determined like like a trade a trade is announced on Twitter but it's not finalized yet and that would be the PA announcer for your New England Patriots oh my gosh that's right so the voice of Gillette Stadium could potentially be on our podcast, and that would and that would be back to back Saturdays where we talk all things New England Patriots. I, I honestly was this. I honestly was like. I mean, it's cool to have a PA announcer. That's cool. So I'm not knocking it. So that's really cool. But damn, now I got to talk about Patriots again. Hey man, it's it's the just a gift that keeps on giving, and we'll table this for now as we're having a pitcher who's in the Yankees organization, Mr. Blaine. It's either a beta or a bita. I'm I'm not sure. It's a b e y t a. So I'm extremely sorry if I butchered it. And yeah. Oh, oh, I bet you if I got the PA announcement for the Giants, you wet your pants up. So shut your mouth. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Like, you were getting excited. I was like, oh my god, this is going to be great. And then they just like, oh. It, 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 it's, like a, it's like a disappointment. But, alright, let, let, let's, get, let's, get, um, let's get Blaine on. Alright, so Blaine, how, how have you been doing during 
the whole coronavirus times. We're doing good. No, we're just hanging out around the house. Um, pretty much just trying to do as much as we can. So. Hey, hey, Blaine, this is James, the other half of the sports dudes. How's it going, man? How have you been able to contain your excitement being drafted by the greatest sport, baseball franchise in all of professional sports? You know, we're just, we're so thankful for all this to happen. Uh, I mean, even though we're in the five rounds, you know, we're so thankful that I can fill out this huge entire dream that every person that wish they could do and little, so. I mean, it's just, it's a great time. That's very fantastic. Before we get more into that, what's your thoughts with the whole Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's been going on the past couple of months? You know, we're just trying to stay safe as much as possible, keep our six feet apart from each other. Um... Pretty much just try to be safe between everybody so that way, you know, I can get out there on the field and be ready to go with the Yankees. Uh, Blaine, um, so tell me, so tell me about, like, you know, you're, you're an athlete, so what drove you, like, baseball, like, what drove you into, into being a baseball athlete and then ultimately being drafted by the Yankees? Like, what, 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 who, who was, like, your biggest motivating factor to play baseball? My grandpa, um, I mean, the whole thing for me is he created this journey for me and I'm going to finish it for him. I'm just so thankful that I can finish it for him. That's the thing that kept me driving, keep motivated. Um, I mean, he taught me how to play. He taught a yellow wood, a tennis ball for a little He took me down to a park and tossed it to me and hit it all over the park the whole time. And just fell in love with the sport and uh, I lost him on uh, New Year's about a year back now. Um, he was there for my signing. That was the biggest thing for me. But even though he's not here for this signing, um, I know he's watching above me and he's staying with me wherever I go. That's uh, very unfortunate. I'm I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, who who is your favorite team growing up? Um, I I always watch the Giants. That big Giant uh, family is too. So you know. Uh, so Steven, uh, what was um? What you got? Tell us, go through your emotions of being drafted by the Yankees. Um, what was like? What was going through your mind when you got that call? Um, I was actually eating food when the whole thing happened uh, with my friends, and uh, when I got the call, I was just like, oh, maybe he's just trying to get a few more questions off me, trying to figure out what the stuff is, and you know, he pretty much offered me as I was eating, and it was just mind-blowing to be honest. Very, very cool. So, uh, so now that you're, so then, I, now that you got drafted by Yankees, it's like, oh, what do you do? Like, I, I, I don't, like, are, like, are you, you're not, I don't believe you're a part of the 60-man rotation, so what happens now with this COVID pandemic? Like, what, like, what do you do next? Um, I'm supposed to be going to Florida. I'd be playing in the Gulf Coast League with the Tampa Star Pens, but everything was canceled. So, you know, I'm just working out here with all of my good coaches that I know of. Um, Bonsoon, Elite Athletics. So, I've been working out with him, doing all my stuff here, throwing with my catchers from other teams, from the NJC. Uh, um, and, you know, I'm just trying to be ready for whatever comes next my way. 
Um, what kind of what kind of pitcher do your do you consider yourself to be? Power arm, finesse. Um, I'm more of a guy who, sorry for my language, but the Philadelphia mentality, try to go at you. Um, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to get you out. If that means that I'm going to battle with you for 30 pitches, or if it's 30 pitches, um, I'm going to do everything I can to get you out. I'm not going to pretty much the Max Scherzer dog mentality. That's that's very very cool. Now, when you're when you're pitching, like, and especially growing up, like, would you, was pitching like your favorite position? And if and if not, then what what would you prefer to have played? Other like what what would you prefer as far as like baseball positions? Like, what would you prefer to play if it wasn't pitching? So growing up, I played outfield in little league, and then I transferred over to catching when I was nine. And I was a catcher all the way to my freshman year of college. And then my sophomore year, I finally made the full transition to being a pitcher only. Um, so, I mean, I would either have to go catching or even first base. I mean, the fact that I'm still in each play, being at first, being able to get those digs for my teammates, trying to make that play. I'm pretty flexible, too, so I can play the position pretty well. Through Throughout your whole entire pitching career, What's what's your best pi- pitching performance, and what's your worst pitching performance? My best pitching performance is probably when we made playoffs for my Jack Hulk. We had to make playoffs after 15 years and finally made it, and I was our number one starter. So going into that first start for us making that playoff run, I mean, that was probably the best thing that I could have done. Um, I sat 94 the whole game, all the way into the ninth inning. Um, and then my worst pitching performance, probably coming back, my, during my sophomore year, they told me that I was going to be a closer, and I was kind of upset with it. Uh, I just couldn't get that job done. Um, and then they finally asked me, look, we're going to try and give you a start. Give me a start, and I just wiped out from there. So, when you, like, to take us through a mile of pitching, you said you have that Max, that Max Scherzer Bulldog mentality. So, like, so say, like, um, you have a bad out or a bad inning, like, do you, like, soak and get mad and then get and take on the next hitter? Do you shrug it off? Like, what happens when you have, like, a bad inning or a bad, or a bad, or a bad, like, batter or whatnot? Like, how do you, like, like, what's your mindset through that? Being a pitcher, you gotta have a short-term memory. Um, I talked with Dave Stewart, he played with the athletics and, uh, about the 80s and 90s. Um, he's my advisor's husband. So, I mean, it was, it was just talking to him. He always told me, you know, erase it next day, the next day. Um, so, to me, if you gotta have a short term memory. You can't let any outing, any hitter, um, define who you are. If you want to do it, go out the next guy, get him out, work on that. So for me, it's having a shooter memory. You can't dwell on anything. That's that's very true. Um, it has ninety four been the most you've topped at? I topped at ninety five. Okay, and how much how much weightlifting do you do? Are you more weightlifting, or are you more just cardio and just look at as much tape as you can? You know, the Yankees, unfortunately, was saying um, they're going to be they're, they're contacting me every day. They're sending me my workout plan. Um, this whole time, they're at home, though. 
it's a mixture of everything, like up front, you know, the Murph challenge. Uh, and then it's just, you know, cardio after I throw, uh, pretty much weightlifting during the day. So, you know that the game now is becoming more analytical now. Are you, like, and you're being, as much as you're being drafted by the Yankees, who's a lot, who's probably one of the more analytical teams in baseball. So, are you okay with using analytics for, for being a pitcher? Do you like the old school mentality? Like, what, what do you prefer? Uh, I mean, I believe the analytics is very helpful. I mean, you get to see how the ball is coming out of your hands, with a little pseudo track and everything. Um, I think it's really nice to be able to see what you're throwing, how it's coming out of your hands, spin rates, everything. And it's also going to help you progress in life as well because now you're able to see, oh, I guess I throw my hand this way or if I get out front in the slider, I can break it more. Um, a true spin on a fastball. You can see all that stuff with that. So it's very nice. Alright, let's, let's just say you're in a game, right? You've gone, you've gone five good innings. And, and you're facing a guy for the third time. The first two times you got him, you got him out all on breaking stuff. Are you are you keeping that same approach for that third at bat, or would you try to switch switch it up and and you know throw throw a couple of fastballs in there? You know, I'm going off what my catcher thinks and my coach thinks in the dugout. Uh, if they see something that I'm not saying. Um, then, I mean, I have to go with both of them because they're saying that I'm not. Um, me being a catcher growing up, I think, was very helpful as well, but, you know, four eyes are better than two. So, have you ever had to, like, show, like, have a, a meeting a meeting with, like, your coach, and you're pitching great, and the coach is telling you, I right, man, it's time to come out like do you have like now nah, I want to go and I want to complete this inning or do you just like all right you know if my job is done and then that's that uh, I did it once at uh, Modesto Junior College my, my head coach came out and normally when the head coach comes out that's when you're you know you give up the ball and uh, I was going to give him the ball and he goes where the hell are you going I was like I'm done he goes hell no do you want the ball I was like hell yeah I want it so he gave it back to me um, and I finished the complete game. So, I mean, I, I was thankful. I'm just, you know, I'm a competitor. I want to go out and compete, go at you as much as I can. That's that's fantastic. You know, so much with this an- analytical world, I think that gets missed out. Sometimes you truly have to go by feel of the game. Um, what's your what's your thought about playing hurt? Has there ever been a time where you knew that you were maybe compromised, but you still, you know, pitched that day? Um, I mean, I've never really thought about it. You know, I just, I mean, whatever coaches want me to do, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to argue with them. Um, just tell me what you want me to do. I'm, I'm a team guy. I want to go home and play for my team, not for me. Um, so whatever coach tells me to do what they think is the best for the team, that's what's going to happen. Fantastic answer. Have you ever had like an injury, like any any injury where it's like do you want to push yourself to go back, or do you take it, or do you take time to like rehab it, like a, like especially like when pitchers are more susceptible to Tommy John? I have never had an injury, so I wouldn't be able to really tell you about that. 
That's fantastic. Um, what what do you do when you're not at the field? Do you watch movies? Do you relax? What's what what what's your chill out method? Uh, you know, I just love hanging out with friends, family. Uh, my family needs everything. So do my friends. Uh, I back them up just as they would do for me. Uh, and you know, I'm big into photography. A lot of people don't know that, but I love photography, taking pictures. Uh, it's kind of like my getaway, just like Trevor Bauer does with his, uh, his room box, his drone and everything. Um, you know, it's not always about baseball. There's always a time that you need to take away from it, uh, relax, uh, just because, you know, there's always people out there who work now, out or whatever, so. Now, um... When you're like when you're when you're pitching and the coach is breaking down your tape, um, what goes through your mind about looking at like your game tape and pitching? Like, like what goes through your head when a coach is not a good pitching? Like, always tell in the film room, breaking down like breaking down film on your off days. Like, did you in between starts? Uh, for me, growing up, uh, at MJC, off days was, you know, I always go back with the film, uh, see what I did best, see what I did worse. Um, so I, I have a little journal that I write it to, have how I felt that day, what was working, how it felt. Um, you know, you just gotta be open to coaches all the time. They're the biggest guys who's got me everywhere, so whatever they say goes. That's brilliant. Um, last, last month, you know, Minor league baseball canceled for the season. Horrible. What what were your thoughts when you first heard that? Um, you know, it, to me, it's God does everything for a reason. Um, God has been there that you know maybe I wasn't ready to be at that level yet, and it's time for me to get bigger, stronger, and be, you know, be more prepared for it. So that's what I'm feeling on this offseason. Alrighty then. So my last question for me before we before we get into some rapid fire. Um, now that you're on, now that you're on the Yankees, and you realize that it's a dream come true, especially pitching for the best baseball franchise in all of baseball. Um, what like? Do you have like any um, personal goals you want to achieve 
once you like finally step on the mound, like what's like your personal goals you want to reach? Personal goals, you know, I just, the biggest thing for me is I, I already achieved it. Making my grandpa smile. I mean, I know he's proud of me. I got him to the spot where I told him that I would be before he passed. Um, so I mean, that's the biggest goal for me. Once I step on that mound, I'll look up in the sky, and you know, I know he's smiling down at me, and so I'll be smiling back up ahead. That is fantastic. Have you ever been to a game a game at Yankee Stadium before? I've never been to New York before. My sister has, but you know, I'm ready for I'm ready for it all. Welcome to New York, please. <laughs> thank you. So, now, we don't pull punches here on the sports, dude. So, when this segment comes, I'm going to be asking you some questions. They're going to be tough questions, but it's called rapid fire. So, I'm going to ask it. you some questions, and you're going to give me the answer off the top of your head. Yes, sir. I'll do it. Do you, um, are you a fan of the NFL? Um, I'm not. I don't really NFL today. Really? Yeah, I, I'm actually here but you know, not big of it. I mean, it's not fun to come home and watch it with the guys, but you know, strictly baseball. All right. Um. Well, um. What, what, what other sports did you play other than baseball? I played basketball for four years in high school. Nice. Um. Who, um. Who was your fa- um, favorite baseball player growing up? Favorite baseball player growing up was J.T. Snow, first baseman for the Giants. Ooh, okay, respect, respect. As a Giants fan, which World Series did you like better, 2010, 2012, or 2014? Uh, I love the 2014. I mean, most recent. Uh, I mean, all those guys on there, great guys. Love them all. Um, so I'm probably going to have to go with the most recent World Series. Who, like, who, who, um, who do you think um, is the most? more dominant in their sport? Jordan in his sport or Brady in his sport? I'm going to have to go with MJ. He's always, he's a legend. And Brady, they say that he's a goat. I mean, MJ, you know, he's done it in baseball and in football and uh, basketball. So, Brady's got one sport, MJ's got two. Respect. Uh, another athlete, um, Derek Jeter, um, best shortstop of all time. Um, who do you like? Who do you think? Who do you think is um? Who do you think is like the next Jeter in baseball, in your opinion? Oh man, you know I don't, I can't. You can't compare legend to guys right now. Uh, Jeter's an all-time great, and he's literally he's the captain. You can't compare him to anybody. Uh, but if there's one shortstop that I probably have to say, um, I mean, I would have to probably go with Tulo. Okay, okay, respect, respect. Two more. Um, who, um, who's your favorite baseball player right now? Favorite baseball player right now? Um, yeah. You know, oh, man. Um, I like Chris Paddock. I mean, I love the flow. I had my flow, but I had a king group and a Yankee now. Um, and being a country boy, you know, Chris Paddock, he's just that country hardball type. So I gotta, I like him. He has I, great know. stuff, Chris Paddock. Fantastic he, stuff. Yeah, he does, he does, he does. Um, lastly, um, who was the first person you talked to from the Yankees when, when you got drafted? And what was the uh, conversation like? The, the investment was actually a lot of uh, he actually just talked to today to check in how I'm doing. Um, 
great guy, respect him, and I mean, I'm thankful that he gave me this opportunity and pitched in the woods for me. All right, all right. Well, that has been rapid fire, Blaine. You did, you did a pretty good job, man. I'm not gonna lie, though. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're on the Yankees. As me and Nick are big Yankee fans, so we're glad that you're on the squad. We wish you the best of luck, man, and we hope that you know you continue your professional career going forward. Thank you. Appreciate it. And and no hey, I mean, Brent, you know, Amy Cole's brother is Brandon Crawford. So, so maybe one day you'd be able to meet him. Uh, maybe. I mean, he's, he's a great shortstop as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming on, Blaine, and uh, hope hope you have a good night. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. You. All right. You too. All right. See you guys. Take care, man. All right. Take care, man. So, Blaine, thank, thank you again for coming on. That was fantastic. Hope, uh, you know, big, big, big rip to your grandpa again. And, you know, we've all, we've all lost loved ones in our lives, so you never, you never want to go through that. And hopefully we'll see you in uh, 2026. Chapman tested positive for coronavirus. That's right. Um, he has mild symptoms. So his, that's, uh, his, his trainer also got tested negative, so that's good. Um, you know, who knows? Who knows who he dapped up? I'm sure he dapped everybody in the clubhouse. So now, so now Yankees got to test that ASAP. Um... You know, some 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 golf charities going on this weekend, and apparently Steph killed it yesterday. But then today, some low life NFL champion. You know, his he has a home in his name and a ma and a pat. You know, supposedly he wants to celebrate after hitting the ball into every hole, and 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 he celebrated. He celebrates it like it's the next best thing, so that's corny. Um, wait, Pat, wait, 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 Patrick Mahomes played today? Yeah, there, there, there's a golf charity all weekend. Oh, no, man, I knew about that, but I didn't know that Mahomes was playing. Yeah. Oh, well, cool. Oh, uh, no. I'm um, sorry. I'm, I'm, golf doesn't really excite me, but cool. And, uh, you know, Steph. Steph was talking about what's going on in the bubble because he's obviously talking to his friends, and uh, you know it's it's you just gotta be responsible, and it, M- NBA has more chances of that because it's in a bubble, but if someone gets sick in the bubble, the bubble is is contaminated. It's no longer a bubble. Um, Malika Andrews, who's been on ESPN all week, at one point she said that they have a device where it will lightly beep when you're approaching within six feet of someone. Then when you, and then if if you keep getting closer and closer, it beeps louder. So, so, so if like you're an inch from each other, it's going to go off like a fire alarm. And then the only times, the only times they're allowed to take off the masks is if 
as if they're talking to like, you know, Grignac it up or someone like that. But if they're around a player or a person interviewing, they have to have a mask on. Uh, you know, football, CBA might get approved. Who knows? You know, the Patriots got some fantastic cap news today. Getting the money that 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 they was gonna pay to Aaron Hernandez for this year, and getting the money that they thought they had to pay Antonio Brown. So now instead of having one point three something million, they have over seven million in cap, which basically means they have a lot of room to get better. So who knows? We could bring in David Njuko, or hey. Maybe even a guy who used to be in, hey, Seattle, Mr. Jadavion Clowney. Imagine if Jadavion Clowney came to New England, just, you know, go, going up against some guy who has a home in his name and just gets the snap and just breaks Mahomes' heart. I think that would be fantastic. Wouldn't you like to see that? I I I think you'd like to see that. Like, imagine Mahomes going down. Boom! Reps Patrick Mahomes down for the count. Patrick Mahomes can't get up. He's holding his knee. He can't get up. Oh my God! That's an expensive knee. That's a five hundred million dollar knee. And then and then Mahomes just gets picked up on the cart, and all of Kansas City is crying. Crying. Now again, disclaimer. I'm not wishing for Mahomes to get hurt. I'm not. I don't wish for anybody to get hurt. So before anybody wants to try to say I'm I'm insensitive, it was not insensitive. But but if 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 Jadavian Clowney did become a Patriot, and if the Chiefs played the Patriots, and if Jadavian Clowney I don't know if 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 Jadavian Clowney, I don't know, had to rush Patrick Mahomes and Mahomes got hurt, that's just playing football, man. That's just Clowney. That's just Clowney being a muscly Greek god and Patrick Mahomes being a skinny little wimp. You're kind of a bad guy, aren't you? How? Seriously, 
Seriously. It's not so much broke, it's the simple fact that they're all like, the Maras and the Tish's only source is the Giants. It's not like Kraft, where Kraft has other businesses, or Woody Johnson when he has other businesses. You're breaking up. I said, franchises when you're worth two billion dollars? Really? Yeah, it's just the problem is though they're gonna they're gonna take a hit because of less fans coming in. So they're gonna they, they might force them to sell. Oh who's thinking who? Oh no one no one cares. No I'm 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 sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not taking pity of a billionaire. I'm not I'm not doing it. I, who, who, oh, boo-hoo, I gotta lose my football, football, yeah, okay, Crying River, listen, listen, if, no, I mean, like, I'm, I'm not saying I care, I'm just saying that if it happens, so be it, like, I, really I would love care. it, if, I would love it if a mare was no longer owning the Giants, that, that, that would just be music to my ears, cause I'm sick of you saying, but, but the mirrors are so respected. <laughs> Why do you hate John Mara so much? It's annoying. Hearing you, hearing you talk about the mirrors and the Giants, oh, it's just... So, if, if they have to sell, let's just say I, I wouldn't be upset for do you know how many people would want to own a franchise that's in New York? Giants will have so many bidders. So many bidders. And what potentially could happen is once they buy the team, they, they, they could potentially build a stadium in New York. So you can get the whole, the Giants playing, play, like they could, they could build a stadium in New where? York. Well, where would they play? So, Oh my god. Oh, right near you. Hey, buddy. I don't I don't need another stadium in my area, man. Isn't that great? You'll, you'll see me more often. Well, I mean, I guess that's cool, but I I don't need the Giants in my area. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Nah, nah, nah. The, 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 the Giants can definitely be in your area. I'm like, hey, Nick, going to a Giants game. Want to go? It's only a five. It's only a ten minute drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, obviously, I wouldn't be able to make up an excuse, but, but I'll say this: Are you paying for the ticket? Because I refuse to have any of my money go into their pockets. You should. You, sh you should put money. You should do that, man. I think you should help the, the new giant owners put money in their pockets, sir. <laughs> you would. Um, 
Major, major congratulations go out to Mr. Josh Donaldson. Him and his wife announced that they're having a baby girl. So, congratulations to you. Um, kid, kid, kids are great. So, if we can have more good kids in this world, you know, why the hell not? Uh, the Trouts, who knows? She could have already gave birth and maybe they're waiting just like the Coles did. But the Trouts did not announce anything yet. So, it leads... And, and other than other than posting about um, the thing with the charity the other day, they've been pretty quiet. So it leads me to believe that Mike Trout's baby is here, and they're just not saying anything. Yeah, I, I, can, I can believe so. Um, and, with your, and with the news with the NFL and the CBA, we're going to find out if... Um, changed anything this year, right? Many, many people thought that they should have held off in free agency. They said, F your feelings. Many people thought that they should not have done the draft. They said, F your feelings, right? So, OTAs is different. And technically, they still had them. It, it was just on the computer, right? Tom, Tom Brady said, you don't want me throwing to my new teammates? F your feelings. Cam Newton did the same thing. So, I truly believe that on September 10th, we will see Chiefs-Texans, okay? Until it's proved otherwise. And no one cares about the Hall of Fame game getting canceled. Nobody cares about that. The starters literally play one series. So, no one cares about that game. It sucks we didn't get to see the Hall of Fame ceremonies, but now next year we'll get a weekend of full pack two ceremonies. So I so I think that's pretty cool the first time ever. And um, you know, this well, virus Well the NBA well the NBA's doing the same thing next year. They're gonna have a ceremony for this year's class and a ceremony for next year's class. Well, it will still be a big Kobe moment, so you know, and, and, and I guess that's also better because this year you probably had no shot at the Bryant's going, right? Because it was still fresh. But a year after, even though it's still sad, there's probably more likely chance of them going to, to Massachusetts. Um, there was a charity at Gillette Stadium today for the Teddy's team, official Instagram account of Teddy's Team Foundation, and a girl who we had on the podcast before, Mr. Antonita Collins, played in the game, and Teddy Bruschi, you know, three-time champion, middle linebacker of the New England Patriots, you're funny. Um, he he said on Instagram, she got hands. You know, you know, you, you know, ba- basically commenting to Collins, and I was I was pretty impressed with that. 
I was impressed with Nina Collins. That was pretty cool. I don't know the other guy, but I'm really impressed with, with, with Tony Collins. Oh, yeah, yeah. You are horrible. Uh, your boy, you know, some may say he's your boyfriend, some may say he's your lover. Clark Schmidt was on the hill today for the for the Bombers. The first two innings, his stuff was fantastic. His stuff was great. Then, the third inning got a little hot on the collar. You know, he got, he got two outs. Bases loaded. And then Tyler Wade gets a base at the middle with, with had him at around 40 pitches and got taken out of the game. And even though this is inter-squad, do you want to know what they did? Do you want to know what they did? Loisega came on the mound, and instead of having Loisega finish the inning so more runs can get on Clark Schmidt's inter-squad ERA, they had... They had the Yankees go on to the field. So that means bases loaded was left there with no one on. So that means Clark Schmidt only gave up one run. That is ridiculous. That is horrible. Gotta protect the investment. I don't know what to tell you. Oh. That, that, that never happens in real baseball. You don't you don't leave the game bases loaded and bases loaded just says oh magically erased it it never happened. Nah, nah, you just you just protect the investment. That's all that happens. You just you, you protect the investment. I I don't I have no problem with that. You 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 are such such a hack. Um, next week on the twenty second. We're going to have Madison Miller. We're going to do a whole baseball prediction. You know, what we think the Yankees are going to do. What, what, what we think the other teams are going to do. So I think that should be fun. And somewhere next week, we might have Emily and John on again. So that's good. Um, also, too, um, Kayla Anderson. Um, we have to push it to the 27th. Instagram live, so we're gonna go back on the live, kids. We haven't done this in a while, but we're going back on the live. So our first time, my first time back on the live in a while with M- with Emmy a winner, Kayla Anderson. We're gonna talk. You no, know, she's a big baseball fan, she's a big hockey fan. So we're gonna talk all things baseball, talk all things hockey. What time is that? She's gonna get. Ah, screw you. So, this goes with our women's in sports initiative. First so, of all, how, how is me saying what time is that, how is that, wor- how is that worthy of a screw you? Wait, what? I said what time is that, and you said screw you. No, 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 no. I actually didn't hear you. I thought you said a smart remark. No, I said what time is that? Oh, 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 sorry, 6, 6 p.m., 6 p.m. Jeez. So, sorry, guys, I, I have problems hearing sometimes. That was my fault. But, but 6 p.m., July 27th, we're back on the live, kids. So we're going to talk all things baseball and hockey. So she's a big, she's big on the baseball and she's big on the hockey. So, and plus, she's a, she covers the National Predators. So we're going to be talking more about the Preds. And, you know, and... We're also going to be talking about who she thinks is going to win the Stanley Cup. And hopefully it's not those trash Boston Bruins. 
You mean the 2019-2020 Stanley Cup champion Boston Bruins? You mean those Boston Bruins? Or is it the 2019-2020 Rangers passing the Islanders in the playoff format? We don't do that here. What do you mean, Jelly Bean? Of course we do that here. We definitely do that here. So are you saying are you saying that you think the Islanders will go farther than the Rangers? Is that what you're trying to tell our people? They should because I want Big Steve to lose. <laughs> uh aren't the Islanders on a seven game losing streak? teams limp into the playoffs. And that's what the Islanders are doing. They're limping into the playoffs. Well, here's the thing. We're in the playoffs. So go, so, so go scratch, you clown. So Alright, what else you got? That. So we're out of here. Um, good interview by Blaine. We'll be, um, I believe tomorrow is an off-day bus. No, tomorrow we have a returning that we haven't had in a long time, Mr. Brian from the Michael K Show. And Monday, we'll potentially talk a little more Patriots. Man, don't you love, don't you love talking all things New England Patriots? Don't, don't, don't the gifts just keep on giving? Aren't I a great guy and, and I just keep giving you bountiful gifts? Relax out of beach all day, and and you got to go on the boardwalk, okay? That's true, but I don't want to hear about this patriot garbage. That's no. not. We, we, we don't do we don't do that here. <laughs> I I think I proved that you're wrong on that. Anyways, we'll be back. We'll be back again. We'll be back again tomorrow with Brian from the Michael K Show. We're out of here. Get out of here, you filthy animals. Scumbucket. bucket.